Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Brandon Marsh for Los Angeles Angels and 66ers Baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is up? It is your boy Johnny Mags joined as always with Dan Garcia. And we're back for another edition of the All Angels Podcast. This time a little bit better, man. Uh, we got well, some wins to talk about. <laughs> it's funny that we started counting up all the little sound clips and sound bites uh, that we have to play for this episode. And we're like, man, that's a lot. I'm like, I guess that's what happens when you go on a, where are they right now? They're on a one, two, three, four, four game winning streak. Yeah. So um, you knew every team was capable of going on a streak at some point or another. It just sucks that it's now yeah. and not maybe that first couple weeks of the season. Yeah. But um, fun games, a lot of fun games to play uh, that got played this week. Yeah, like you were mentioned it, like you mentioned in our group chat, we were like, you know, I know that they're pretty much, they're not, out of it, there's a chance. Yeah. But, you know, knowing what team we have, you still watch it for these reasons, for games like like the last few games that we've had against the Astros. These are the reason. This is a reason why you sit there and watch the whole game, you know. And, and Well, cause especially, man. too, you know, the, the games that they, they won, obviously, they're close the whole way through. You look at the final scores on all these games. They're, you know, one-score game, two-score game, a two-score game, a walk-off here, a walk-off there. So there was never, ever a game that was – out of it where it's like oh they're down five going into the last inning okay it's over or anything like that so um you know like yeah like i said that you know obviously you want a better season obviously you want the team to do better but this is the reason why i love sports and you know baseball football whatever but just at the end when the team kind of pulls pulls through it's it's always exciting Absolutely. So let's get right into the recap. We recorded on Wednesday, and as we were recording on Wednesday, the Angels started a two-game series against the San Diego Padres. Um, in this one, Julio Tehran got the start. He gave up three hits, two and runs, three walks, two Ks. Didn't pitch bad. Um, was a little upset that he gets pulled. Right. I like that. I like yeah. seeing. I like seeing the fact that, you're, that he's out there saying, "Hey, man, I, I want to go out there. I can do more. I can do more." Right. And uh, this one was tied at three until the eighth inning, right. and then just the wall start. Yeah, crumbling. You down. know, and 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 the twenty twenty vision. You kind of was like, well, maybe they should have kept Julio in there for at least one another, more inning, another inning. But yeah, the eighth inning was a huge inning. Yeah, um, you had three relievers combined for one innings worth of pitches, um, five hits, uh, eight runs, and three walks. Right. So I mean, yeah, that was and that was Bud Tree Robles and Noah Ramirez. Ramirez, two of the three guys. You know, it's kind of interesting to see how we, I think a lot, not just us, but a lot of people kind of thought uh, Buttry, Robles, Middleton would kind of fit into the back end of the rotation and kind of solidify that. You know, maybe not be like 
major league's best but have a really respectable back end and it just hasn't evolved into that this year and so yeah that what we thought was going to be a strength has been just a whole up and down roller coaster ride especially for buttry who man he just looks lights out in one start or one one appearance and then next appearance he like this one he gave up three runs Robles gave up three runs and remembers gave up two runs you're like man just stop the bleeding already like this one this was a game that they had in their grasp and slipped away and it's kind of the story of the angels 2020 season right and i mean san diego coming into town they had they showed a graphic on the tv they were first or second in the majority of the offensive uh team numbers uh you know grand slams home runs rbis just run scores and you know to kind of hold them to the three three into the eighth you kind of felt like you know maybe you'll get a hit here hit there and you can you can come around and, and, and score but yeah, that eighth inning, that top of the eighth is just when the floodgates opened, it opened and it, it didn't get any better. I mean, the Angels scored, I think, one and a nine to kind of yeah. chip away. But, you know, you would love to see if they're able to hold it. And it just seems like that bullpen is becoming more and more of an issue as the season goes along. Yeah. Uh, so without needless to say, this one ended up in an 11 of four Angels loss to the Padres. Looking to rebound on Thursday, and boy, did they ever. Not not offensively, but the pitching sure did because Andrew Heaney was dominant in this one. He he went seven innings, gave up three hits, no one runs, two walks, six Ks. Again, he was up there battling against Clevenger. Right, and that, that was a good so, thing, too. That was a yeah. good pitching battle, him and Clevenger, because this was Clevenger's first uh, start as a Padre. Right. Obviously, a lot of Angel fans wanted him in Anaheim. Um you know, I'm, I don't know for fact, but I wouldn't be surprised if like that got to Andrew and somehow was like, "Hey, I'll show you." Right. You know. But back to back, good start. starts for Andrew Heaney. What we I like looking at my notes here and seeing seven innings pitched from the starting pitcher, especially from Heaney. So seven innings pitched for Heaney, great, dominant. Angels would get get to Clevenger in the third inning on an RBI single by Andrelton Simmons. He'll pull this one down the left field line. That should bring home a run. Walsh coming around to score. And then in the uh, bottom of the fourth, Rendon would triple. Then Upton would single him in. Upton lines with a center field. 2-0 Angels. A two-hit game for Upton. And that was it because Heaney was dealing. Pena would come in, eventually get the save, but just... Thoroughly impressed with Andrew Heaney. It was a really good game. Like you mentioned, it's a second start back-to-back where it was really good. Um, Yeah, and against someone like a Clevenger where you know you're going to get really good stuff. And it was nice to see the two runs held up. You know, like obviously um, in the past, two runs definitely hasn't been in. Mm -hmm. You'll see with the series with the Astros, two runs wouldn't have been enough. But um, Andrew had a great outing. Again, like you said, seven innings pitched, three hits, uh, uh, zero earned runs, six strikeouts. Just... um, Proving that him and Bundy could be a, a good building block for next year. Right. They continue to do what they are doing. And, yeah, you want to probably get another top-end arm in there. But right. if Heaney and Bundy are your 2-3 going into next season with what they've shown the last couple outings, um, that rotation that, you know, obviously I think we all agree that has been struggling – now becomes very respectable and could you know help this team more than it hurts absolutely man they're they're a good uh like you said building block to build off of you know they go out and they sign a front front of the rotation type guy that automatically makes them a decent formidable starting rotation but you know they need to keep doing what they're doing as of late and and because nothing will happen if they don't so right um there's still a lot a there's still a lot of uh what ifs 
but the what ifs aren't as big if these guys can deliver the way they have been, especially Heaney, man. Because we this game right here, and we've seen it in a couple games past where. Dude, they, this is this is what we can get if we can just stay consistent. And I think that's the frustrating part with with Andrew um, is that you do see games like this mm-hmm. and you see him. Wow, he could be really good. Look, Man. he's sharp. He's sharp. Look at that movement. Blah blah blah. And then you have games where he just can't get out of the you know fourth inning. He ends up giving up a two out hit that turns into like a three run inning. And so I think that's what the frustrating part with with Angel fans is that if he was just bad all the time, then okay, cool, let's just get rid of him. Right. But the fact that he does show outings where he can be at you know a solid number two maybe a bottom one kind of pitcher but a definitely a solid two and a really really good three um i think that frustrates fans because it's like oh we know it's there when can it come out right absolutely so angels win that one two to nothing they split the two games set against the padres in anaheim then it wasn't going to get any easier because you know what the astros even though for the astros they've struggled somewhat they're still the astros right and they're still they still have guys. Formidable. The I mean, they're they, really they, good they guys. They have Correa. They have Springer. They have uh, Reddick, Brent, uh, Brentley. I mean, T- Tucker. Tucker. I mean, they still have guys on the team that are are, are really good. And yeah, if you leave a mistake, they're going to make you pay for it. Oh easy. yeah. Oh yeah. So this one was a Bundy start. Bundy pitched great. Seven innings again. I like seeing my notes and seeing seven, seven innings, innings pitch. Man, that's How about, great. You, you, so, I think the best part of this game was Bundy. Oh. Uh, was it the oh. fourth? Yeah, when he got when a little they trouble got a little in the fourth. He kind of peers back, sees uh, Matt Andres warming up, got pissed, finishes the inning, and then waves off the, to the bullpen. Go sit leg, down, go sit down, and then um, <laughs> Fabian or die. I'm gonna try to pull it up during this game. Uh, the big thing during this game was that Trout was mic'd up. They were celebrating Mike Trout weekend, you know, being his tenth year and all. But who I really wanted to see mic'd up was Dylan Bundy. And Fabian Ardaio, the athletic, uh, tweeted out, he's also some amateur lip reading here on Dylan Bundy. And again, this is when he was waving to the bullpen. He says, sit them the F down, mother effers, goddamn. So uh, I would have loved to have Bundy mic'd up for this game because he's the type of guy, like, don't get me wrong, Trout's great. Trout's the best player in baseball. But I want to see some, but he's not very, like, no, he's not like going to be emotional like that. Yeah, I want to see Bundy like that. Andrew has shown signs of 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 being kind of like that. Like I want to see guys dropping f bombs and and all that stuff. But yeah, even it, Albert, Albert gets a little a little like chippy out there sometimes. Right, yeah, so, but that was yeah. a great kind oh, yeah. of like I got this. Leave me the f alone. But that's what you like to see a guy saying. You know what? You're gonna especially this year where we feel like the collar has been really short on pitchers. Right. Um, He's looking out there going, really? Like, I got this, you know. So he went seven, six hits, turn runs, one walk, AKs. Unfortunately, no didn't decision. get the win. No decision. No decision. That, um, that sucks for Bunny. He must have been pissed. But anyway, Angels would get on the board first with a two-run home run off the bat of Mike Trout, giving him two ninety nine, tying my favorite baseball player of all time, Tim Salmon. That is drilled out towards straightaway center field. Springer racing back to the wall. That one is gone. Fly for Mike Trout and move over Tim Salmon. You have company atop the Angels home run leaderboard. Number 299. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not. Yeah, I just 299. That's a number that sits in my head because Tim Salmon was my first favorite, favorite, favorite baseball player, a guy that I remember his first game, and I remember his last game. I wore number 15 from the minute Tim Salmon came into the league. I wore it in the Little League. I wore it in high school, college. Tim Salmon is like my baseball idol, but Mike Trout, man, 
so young. What he's done, it's amazing. Two ninety nine already in this game. Stay tuned because we're yeah. gonna get to. But two ninety nine times Tim Salmon. Just it was it was wonderful to see, man. It was cool too because if you watch the game, this happened early. This happened in the well, first inning. first inning. So mm-hmm. um, every single time after that, he came up. Obviously, Tim Salmon being part of the FS right. It was funny. West uh, Death team like pre and post game. Uh, they had him on the mic live when the trout at bats were having the rest of the game, and you know they're talking about his thoughts about it and and, and all that stuff. But it was just funny. It was fun to see like. Salmon have a good sense of humor about it because, you know, there was that last his last at bat. They they cut to him on the desk on the outside. And he's like, he's fist, like yes, he's like fist pumping. <laughs> like, all right, I, ha- I have the the record at least for one uh, more like day. one more day. Yeah, but uh, no, it's cool. And, and and he mentioned it later on. And I think in the next game, Salmon did. Uh, you know, I guess if I'm going to pass the torch to someone, I might as well keep the fish theme going. Right. So uh, right. yeah, it's it's crazy. Two ninety nine. Um, what twenty years. It lasted about. Uh, yeah, I mean, he uh, Tim Salmon uh, retired in two thousand and six. So yeah, so yeah, so I, bit, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Again, with a with a team history like the Angels, where it's fairly new when you right, think about right. it. Right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, it's, but that's that's going to be a tough record to break to to, to hit 300, 299, 300 home runs with, with one team. team. With I mean, one team. Let's be honest. Trout's not done, and now no. with that sound with that right. contract for however long yeah. is whatever yeah. lifetime, whatever. That um, might be it. That might be the record forever. Might, I mean, I don't think he's at 300 now. It wouldn't be, I don't think it would be odd or outlandish to see, okay, 550, 600. Oh, yeah, yeah. Six, no, definitely. 650. I mean, Just, he's still he's still fairly young when it comes to his baseball years. And again, obviously, hell, at the last, like, what, three years of his career, whenever that is, they can DH him and let him just oh, go yeah. crazy. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, 299, the Angels would eventually take a 3 nothing lead. And in the bottom of the third, Walsh would come up and give the Angels a 4-0 lead with a solo shot of his own. 1-1 on Walsh. This ball's driven into center field. This one is carrying deep out there, and it is out of here. That was a complete shot to straight away center. He crushed that. Yeah, and it was good, too. Obviously, Walsh is up now that LaStella got traded to uh, Oakland, so you need that backup first baseman. And if he can, again... Any kind of production out of those like backup role player guys, you'll take. But if he can kind of turn a corner, um, Walsh, you know, I, I think that's going to help the team out tremendously. Yeah, he's got a lot of power, and uh, it just needs to show up. That's it. He, I think that's why he's on the team rather than Dice, because Dice, I think yeah. just the power that he can bring, it's it's pretty remarkable. The dude hit thirty six home runs last year in the minor leagues. You know, no joke. For and sure. the, the weird part is, you know, Walsh. And this is just me thinking out loud. I I, I haven't heard anything, but. You had the Padre game we talked about eleven to four. You had a uh, a game before that in the in the Seattle series where the Angels were up big, and he hasn't pitched. Right. So I don't know if they're punting on that idea for this season, or if they're punting for that on that idea for the rest of the year. Right. Maybe that helps him offensively, and now he's able to focus more time on his you know right. bats Not and, to and worry defense. About, yeah. And, yeah. But yeah, I found that really interesting that he's up. They've been involved in like two blowouts that I can remember the top of my top of my head, right. both you know winning and losing, right. and he's yet to make an appearance out of the bullpen. So I wonder if now he's able to concentrate more on the offensive part of his game. Yeah, I would hope so. That that I think that would pay the Angels more dividends in his pitching because obviously he's not going his pitching isn't going to be something that you look for out of the bullpen in a close situation. I mean, he's just going to be a mop up guy. So focus on your offense. I think um, in the fourth, uh, the Astros would um, the Astros would score two. And in the sixth, the Angels would take a 5-2 lead with a single off the bat of Simmons. It would stay 5-2 until the ninth, but then Buttry came in, and this is what we were talking about. 
up and down, up and down. I mean, this is two back-to-back, you know, um, appearances where he kind of just struggled. Uh, the Astros would score three runs, tying the game. We would go into the extras. Actually, we would go into the 11th. 11th. And uh, the, the, uh, the ghost runner roll pops up again, and we call, <laughs> we talked about this last podcast. Oh, they were, what, one, they were one and five, yeah. one and six. And I think they showed it before on the Fox Sports West broadcast. Like, the last time we won was when Ermo Seal hit, like, a walk-off uh, sack fly yeah, or whatever or it was. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in the 11th, the Angels would walk it off thanks to Shohei Otani. Shohei pulls one into right field. That's a base hit. Trout is going to be waved around. Drive home safely, everybody. Angels win it 6-5. to five. Oh, Shohei Otani with the walk-off hit. Good to see Otani actually come through there yeah, in the situation. Yeah, he's been struggling really bad this year. But, uh, yeah, great walk-off finally. Um, I guess it paid its off to have that ghost runner when that ghost runner is Mike Trout and any kind of base hit's going to – He's going to score. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that helps. I think a lot of that ghost runner stuff, too, it comes down to who's on second. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously, if that's a catcher, if that's Albert, Albert. Or if that's, you know, someone else, that's now you're at first and third. Uh, and now you have to get like another kind of hit or sack fly. But the fact that it's Trout, you know, Joe would have been the same kind of thing where you get a base hit and the dude's going to score. So, yeah. That, it, it helped the Angels this time. Paid it doesn't off. always, paid it doesn't off. always, but it, it did this time. It paid off this time. So the Angels beat the Astros there five to six in the opener. Uh, moving on to Saturday would be a doubleheader. First game would be the, the early game would be the Angels home game. And then game two would be the Angels road game. Because if you guys remember uh, last week when they were in Houston, they canceled a game, uh, Houston home game for this week because of the hurricane that was coming through the storm that was going to come through. So the Astros are going to be the home team in game two. So keep that in mind. And this one, Griffin Canning got the start, didn't pitch great. He went four innings, four hits, four and runs, two walks, four Ks. Again, Canning coming off a great start in his last outing. Kind of dipped down again. Again, I like seeing 7-plus on my notes here. This is for <laughs> what a, I'm used to, if actually. 7-plus, it's, it's, a, it's a complete game. Right. So, I don't know. And that's the weirdest thing with this new 7-inning doubleheader rule. It's like, are you happy with 4 innings? Because technically, you only need 3 to complete the game. So, in, in, in essence, that's like a 6-inning outing. Right. But, yeah, it's just the 4 runs, the 4 hits... Four Ks, four innings, fours across the board. Right. Uh, you know, yeah. Again, I think this is a part of being a young pitcher. But it was flipping hot, though. Dude, game time temp, 109. Oh. Uh, set a new record for Angel Stadium. And they even talked about it on the broadcast before the game. They got the temp radiating off the warning track, and it was like a 115 or 114. That's, so, what, that's what I was going to say. I, it, it, it's, it probably feels hotter on the field than that, right. too. So, um, yeah, and, and Canning had a long second inning was one of those innings yeah it was a second or third inning where he had a really long inning and and i just interested to see how much maybe that took out of him just because i mean you're out there for 25 30 pitches it's in the heat yeah it's it's gonna beat you down a bit so uh not a great outing but you know i guess did enough to keep him in the game yeah i mean obviously the four runs uh wasn't enough because this one was a back and forth game for for a ten to nine game, right. you would think this was a nine inning. I, as I was going to say right now, seven innings and the game ended ten nine. That's crazy. Anyway, Angels would score first in the <coughs> excuse me, Angels would score first in the first with a Shohei Otani RBI single. Then the Astros came right back. They took a four one lead in the four um, one lead in the third. Then Mike Trout would hit her uh, career home run number three hundred, passing Tim Salmon on the all time Angels home run list. This is out toward right field. Going back on his Tucker. He's watching it go. That is gone. 
career home run number 300 for Mike Trout. And he sits atop the Angels home run leaderboard all by himself. 300. Yeah. There, it, there is. it is. Didn't uh, wait long. Opposite field. I mean, a rocket out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was, was gone great. by it plenty. Was, it was great. It was a great shot. It wasn't one of those kind of like, uh, it squeaked over no, the wall. It, was, it was a rocket. Gone. And I like the fact that it didn't take them very long to get that 300 because you, you see it all the time where guys are sitting on a certain number and they don't get it for three or four outings. And then the question comes up, oh, is he pressing? Is he trying too hard? Is he you know, trying to hit that home run or trying to get that RBI? But the fact that the next game, less than 24 hours since two, from 299, gets 300, it was get it out of the way, get it out of the way quick, and, and, and move on. Yeah, uh, Fox Sports West uh, on their Instagram released like a, a caricature painting drawing whatever of Tim Salmon sitting on a on a or a, throne. Uh, Mike Trout sitting on a throne and right in front of him were all the the top Angels home run leaders you have Garrett Anderson Tim Salmon Brian Downing Troy Gloss Vladimir Guerrero Albert, Albert Pujols yeah um so it's cool it was just really cool a lot of these tributes a lot of these videos I think you posted the video of every single one of his home runs that's <laughs> awesome that was from MLB uh MLB's Twitter right it's all 300 home runs in a minute, and you, and it's literally just point of contact yeah, on blah, all. Blah, all blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. yeah, yeah. So it was it was that was really cool to see. Uh, I got a lot of good feedback on it, but uh, yeah, 300. So let me ask you this: you 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 mentioned how much of a Salmon fan you were when he hit 299 when mm-hmm. we talked about the last game. Now that he's passed Salmon, now that he's 300, now that he has all the all the MVPs, all the All Star appearances, all the whatever i mean his trophy case is littered with right. rewards is he now mr uh, angel i i would i would think so but i think i think he's probably the greatest angel of all time already obviously no doubt i think mr angel i think just because and i know that he's quickly approaching i'm passing tim salmon on being with the team the longest uh, yeah. straight through uh, but i think i think when his career is over Definitely for sure because just I think just because right now he's still playing, you don't consider him Mr. Angel because he's still active. Um, they, they 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 consider Tim Salmon Mr. Angel because he lasted his whole career there. You know right, what I mean? Right. So um, but and he's retired. Say, but it's safe to say, say he will he, do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. gonna be the guy because he's gonna hold every offensive category. He's going to hold most games played. You know, most MVP. Everything. Yeah. Like, so yeah. no doubt he's gonna be Mr. Angel. Uh, when the end of his, he's the greatest angel of all time already. Right. So, um, yeah, even, even his numbers are, he's, you know, as an angel surpassed even the hall of famer, Vladimir Guerrero. Right. And, and he's quickly going to pass Guerrero on uh, career stats. That's, here that's, soon, that's the which crazy, is crazy part though. Is like his numbers are catching up to some, they had a stat or they had a, uh, a thing on Fox sports West. I think it was last night, the second game where it had his career war, um, number, and it's coming up to like Frank Thomas. It's coming up to like all these Hall of Famers, and yet Trout. And it's funny on the bottom of all their names, like okay, he, uh, Frank Thomas played like eight. Let's just say like eighteen seasons. Right. So and so played nineteen seasons, seventeen seasons, and on Trout ten seasons. So right. It's like half the time um, he's already catching up to all these Hall of Famers, and it's just crazy. And it's, and it's really technically nine because they count that tenth, that two thousand eleven season where he. He kind of made his debut. Well, hell, they shouldn't even count this season. He's only has right. less than 60 games. So, you know, I mean, he made his debut in 2011, and it was like he really came towards the back end there. He came early, then came back, and he only really played a few games. Heck, he didn't even qualify for Rookie of the Year that year. He came back the next year in 2012, and then that was his rookie, rookie season. Year, yeah. So, you know, yeah, like you said, take away probably two seasons, 
and he it's amazing right. what he's done. And they said too, uh, I was listening to Sports Center before I got here in the morning when I was like kind of prepping, and they said, uh, God, I hope I, I should have wrote it down, but Trout is now the fastest at three hundred. I think it was three hundred home runs and two hundred stolen bases, the youngest to do it. I think he uh, I don't think it's since Willie Mays. I think he beat the record that was held by Willie Mays. Wow. So I mean, stuff is just falling left and right with this guy, and it's obviously Angel fans want to see it in the playoffs, but. Kind of when we started talking about in the beginning of this podcast, like as a fan, you still are here to see that stuff, and right. that stuff is still special no matter when it happens. Absolutely. So, Mike Trout, goat. Hats um, off. Hats yeah. off. Hold on one more time. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. In the fourth, uh, the Angels would add to their lead when Joe Adele would uh, go uh, go long ball with this solo shot. That's out toward right field. Hit pretty well. Kyle Tucker moving back. That one is gone. Big fly for Joe Adele. And we're tied at four. Adele having a hell of a game. Stay tuned. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's we, looking well, better. Well, we didn't even have we didn't even have the highlight for this. The first inning, robbing Springer of a home mm-hmm. run, like legit, gets the glove above the line and brings it back. So again, right. um, young guy. We all knew that. Uh, he wasn't going to come in and light the world on fire like a Soto or Acuna, but doesn't mean he's a bust either. Mm-hmm. I think his progression is completely natural, completely expected for a guy that's, what, 21? Yeah, just turned 21. Uh, so, yeah, Angels would take the lead, but then uh, the Astros would, would take a lead 6-4, but then Upton would tie it in the fifth with this two-run shot. And he'll pull this one down the left field line towards the end of the bat, toward the corner. Bradley pulls up, gone! Big fly for Justin Upton. We're talking about Adele, but then I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Upton as of late, looking like he's starting to come around a little bit with the... With yeah, the so I looked it up the last 10 games, so this is including Saturday night's game that we haven't got to, but the last 10 games from Justin Upton, he is batting 343 with three doubles, three home runs, eight RBIs, and an on-base plus slugging of over 1,000. So, again, very slow start, but it seems like he's picking it up, and the short season's going to hurt the angels because of that because now if you had this kind of upton production prolonged through the year his season numbers would come back to normal i mean like we're saying 10 games three home runs yeah you know you 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 put that out to 162 games obviously uh it gets to the normal upton power number so the fact that he's a slow starter might be because of age might be because of the the start stop start stop kind of spring training thing um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he's done and over the hill. Absolutely, got to, got to, got to get w- what we can from him, and he's got to be, you know, he and when he's clicking, man, the Angels are scary. Um, the, and Simmons would double home a run, giving the Halos a seven-six lead. But in the seventh, here we go again, man. The Astros, Remember, bottom of the seventh. So this is like the bottom of the ninth, right? The uh, Astros would score uh, three times, giving them a nine-seven lead. Uh, but then in the bottom of the seventh, which is technically the bottom of the ninth, up yeah. there would double home a run, and with runners on second and third, Joe Adele would walk us off, giving the Angels this 10-9 win. 2-1 pitch. Roping bat roller up the first baseline, and that'll do it. Upton will come in to score. Joe Adele with the walk-off winner. What? I mean... Walk off. Walk just, off, uh, just I mean, like that. A great back-to-back, ad- back-to-back games from a, from a uh, you know, obviously from Joe, guy that I think a lot of fans unfairly kind of criticize coming into this um, seat or, you know, to this point, just because obviously the hype and 
everything like that is one thing. But again, he's 21. This is like a natural progression. He's probably going to come back out in the next week and have like an 0 for 4 game. That's fine. Like right. that stuff happens. Right. Hey, you young guy. Good to see him come through in a clutch situation. Love the at bat. Let the ball get deep. Kind of. Kind of waited on it, went right side, shot it down the line. Angels win the game 10-9. And Walk a friend, friend of the podcast, Red Bollinger, had a great uh, tweet. Again, for people that don't know, Joe is a uh, Louisville kid. So, obviously, the Kentucky Derby was okay. Saturday night. He said Joe Adele had his had the trifecta for you uh, betting, oh, yeah, yeah, betting, yeah. Uh, betting people out there. He robbed a home run, hit a home run, and smacked a walk-off two-run uh, single so yeah uh, great reference there by Rhett and he even got a little shout out from um, Victor Rojas on the on the on the uh, second game talking about it so uh, yeah great I mean anytime you get any kind of production from a young bat like that all it does is build confidence and hopefully can continue to grow yeah before we move on we're on Instagram live I wanted to get asked I wanted to get your feedback on this question we got on our Instagram live before we move on so that way I don't know if this guy's still on or not the sky uh, Fimit, or I can't really see from here, but the sky, the sky of limit ninety four. Uh, no, 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 not that one. It's from Philly. Philip Raiden. Can someone explain to me why we're winning games? I thought we were taking that first pick. Um, real quick, um, it's not guaranteed in baseball Man, that, that you get the first pick. Are those guys, I, I, I don't so, understand that concept so either. It is because I don't. Tank, we got a tank. Like, shut up. Like. <laughs> uh, it's it, not. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Like, not in baseball. Now you're not getting Zion Williams. Um, well, not only that, and the, but it does. It's not always guaranteed in baseball. It's not even guaranteed in basketball right. that you're going to get that first pick because you're going to tank. David Bowie, right? Or, uh, David, or um, Bowie. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't work that way in baseball. I don't know why. Why baseball? Well, fans not only that, it's just okay. It's crazy. Angels aren't as bad as they played in the beginning part of the season. Anyone and everyone that is respectable writer, columnist, reporter would all agree that the record they had coming into like that first month or after that first month, that's not how bad they are. That's just bad luck here, bad luck, bad bounce there. Yeah. Just, yeah. So now it, you see it trying, now you seeing it kind of even it out. And that's why baseball is so great. Usually over 162 games, you have that, you have the streaks, you have the, the dips, but everything kind of works its way out. And now you're starting to see the Angels play like a team that, People thought, you know, coming up with clutch hits, producing a grip load of offense. Right. So, you know, in in my eyes, the whole tanking thing was so stupid because these guys that are on the field, they are not going to tank. Like, no. They're not going to do it. You know, front offices tank, players don't. So, obviously, you see by the front office moves, they're still trying to, to either A, win, or B, trying to develop. Well, stay guys. competitive. Right. So, they're um, not like... Okay, Trout, take the next three days. Like, that, to me, would be tanking. But, right. like, they're putting the guys out there every single day. And, honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. today with, with the Sunday game, uh, Trout, I saw, is not in the lineup. But that's because he played back-to-back games Saturday, uh, on Saturday. And I don't even remember the last time he had a day off. Right, exactly. So, so. Um, that's not tanking. <laughs> to think that the team was going to tank is such a stupid concept. And people that want that to happen are just get out of here. Well, yeah. And to me, it's like uh, when you got a guy like Trout on the team who, you know, I think – I think the front office is, is smarter than that. When you got a guy like Trout on the team, you're not going to tell him, well, you know what, Trout, we're just going to tank now. I don't think that sits well with a guy like Trout. I don't think it sits well with a guy like Pujols. Yeah, they're not winning games like we wanted them to. And sure, these, this is only a four-game winning streak. They got to keep it going. If, you know, still got to prove themselves, whatever. But, um, yeah, dude, like, it doesn't work that way in baseball, too. Like, our Angel fans, 
if we were going to tank, if we were going to be bad, we were going to, and if you wanted to build the system the way by t- quote unquote tanking, they'd have to do it in consecutive ears and have really bad ears doing you it. You need to get like four, like, yeah, you, it's have, to do, you have to do what the, the Astros, Astros did, did yeah. tank for like four years straight. You get four top prospects that all mesh together and grow together. Can you imagine if we did that, the, the outcry from oh, dude, it's just Angels so Twitter bad. world? It would be so bad, yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to get that. Anyway, so yeah, Angels win this one 10-9 to the walk-off by Joe Adele. That was game one of the doubleheader yesterday on Saturday. Game two was an Angels away game. A little cooler. <laughs> yeah, Angels away game at a big A. Whatever. Which was weird, too, because like you said, it's because of the, the hurricane that was coming through Houston, which obviously made a lot of sense. Now the fact that there's no fans at games you can do this okay so and so is a home game a home team out at another ballpark and it doesn't matter um but yeah the angels didn't wear their grays which i thought was kind of funny even though like hey we're the away team but we're wearing all our home stuff yeah that, that's what kind of made it weird i was i was kind of hoping they'd wear their gray pants at least don't it's weird anyway dylan peters will get the start first time i see dylan peters this year i could be wrong no but, it is it, it yeah and again with the doubleheader, they had to call someone up or they have a 29th man option right. for doubleheaders. doubleheaders. And Peters was the guy, so you obviously thought he was going to get the start for this game. But, you know, you hadn't seen him, and it seemed like you hadn't seen him for a reason after this, yeah. <laughs> after this outing. One and two-thirds, three hits, four and runs, two Ks. Uh, Angels f- fell behind early in the first on a leadoff home run by Springer. And in the second, um, the Astros would take a 4 nothing lead on a Reddick three-run shot. And this is the one where Joe Adele... Almost, almost made that catch. Trout, Trout, DH, DH. Finishing. so um, man, that he, was it, it hit the tip of his glove, and 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 Victor and Gooby had a good, like they were kind of breaking it down later in the game, and, and they made a good point about you can see his eyes tracking that ball the whole way over the wall. They had the review, the reverse view from the backside of the wall, and you can see him tracking it the whole way. His head real steady. He saw it as just. I mean, you hear this cliche all the times in, er- in every single sport, but it's a game of inches, and, and that's exactly what it was because um, an inch deeper into the glove, he robs another home run in the same day. But, yeah, just barely made it. That that would have been a great play for anyone to make, regardless yeah. of who they were. But Just the way he tracked it and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, they would take a 4 nothing lead, and the fourth Angels get on the board, first with an RBI single by Albert, then an RBI ground up by Barreto. And in the fifth, Albert would drive in two, tying the game at four. Oh, he cues this one out to right field. That is going to fall in, bring home one. Upton will score. We are tied up at four, a three RBI game for Pujols. Albert Pujols uh, coming through in this game, three RBI game. It was funny, too. This 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 hit, it was one of those where it's just lucky. It's better to be lucky than right. good because it wasn't crushed through the gap. It wasn't a home run. It was one of those things where he just got like at the end of the bat, pops it over, just enough over the first baseman, just in front yeah. of the outfielder, and it was just you know you'll take it. it right. What's the saying? It looks like a line drive in the in the in the in the box score in the box score. Yeah. But you know stuff like that didn't seem to be going for the Angels. No, it wasn't early no, in the no, year. It was not. Or it used to be going against like the Angels pitcher would make a great pitch and jam the crap out of a batter, but yet it still kind of bloops its way in. And so now it's nice to see some of that stuff working yeah. in the opposite. In, in our favor. Yeah. But in the fifth, George Springer would strike a game, giving Houston a 6-4 D with a two-run shot uh, with the Angels uh, two runs down in the top of the seventh. Again, top, top of, of the, the seventh, seventh, which is technically the top of the ninth at the Big A, okay? Yeah, because the Angels are away team at the right. Big A. At the Big A. Holy hell, it's such a 2020 statement. Top of the ninth. <laughs> Let's say top of the ninth. Yeah. Uh, Angels will get two on. For Rendon, and he would deliver. First one's out toward left field, toward the corner. The Angels have walked off on the Strohs. Oh, man. 
I hate this doubleheader visiting stuff. Yes, what a swing by Rendon. Three-run home run and the lead. Our good friend, Victor Ross. I love how he's like... Honest about Just it. so like, ah, I hate this. This yeah. is great. Because, you know, a, 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 another guy would try... Oh, my mistake. No, I hear Victor's Victor, man. That's what I love about Victor. He just said, man, I hate this stuff. But yeah, it's so weird, right? Yeah, it's like same thing. I was thinking about it too. I'm like, if something happened like a walk-off, something exciting happens, like for broadcasters, you're so used to your surroundings. Okay, that means this means we're home. This means we're away. Like you're just so used to being at certain ballparks. And with the excitement of that, being a three-run home and being the game, you're not game, end up being the game winning, not the walk-off, but end up being the game winning yeah. home run. Just the raw emotion that they bring to the to the uh, to the job is, is awesome. But yeah, it was just a weird, like I said, such a twenty twenty thing. Yeah, and and it's it's just funny. He, right before that home run, he said uh, Rendon the winning run at the plane. I told my son, I said, no, 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 he's not the winning run. He's a go ahead run. He's like, oh yeah, that's right. And then of course he says that, but it was great. Um, so the Angels would take a seven to six lead. Butchery would come in. Here we go. Right this, this time. Is, this, is when I, this is when I get the text from you. And you're like, I'm worried. I said, yeah, now great. Now we got a chance for Butchery to blow it. But no, he came in, was lights out, did a great job. Angels won this one, seven to six, winning their fourth straight game and sweeping the doubleheader. Right, which is which is crazy. It's just you know, you get on a roll. Anything can happen when you're on a roll. Um, Angels are six games back of a wild card spot, still nine and a half of the division. So I think that's out of the window. But wild card only six games out. I mean, they just went seven and three over the last ten. Yeah, and that's the kind of streak you need to kind of make a push. Like again, I'm not sitting here saying that they're going to definitely make it, but they're making it interesting. That's for sure. Stay competitive. That's all. That's all I we mean, can and ask then, for. And then looking ahead to the you know the next week or so of of games, there are some very. Um, Winnable games that you would think that the Angels can do. Obviously, they're off tomorrow on Labor Day, um, but they have three against Texas and three in Colorado. But after that, you have, you know, you think Texas they can they they should again. I'm gonna say they yeah, should. we never we know. Never know. They should be at least get two out of there. Colorado's been playing very well, so uh, you know we'll see what happens there. But then they play three against Arizona, and then three again against Texas, and you know, and then after that, dude, it's like the last week of the season. This Crazy. season's this. This season's gone by so fast, and I guess yeah. with 60 games that you expect that. But from today, Sunday before first pitch, the Angels have, what, one, two, three more weeks left? Yeah, crazy, crazy. We waited so long, and then it's almost over. So, But, yeah, just staying competitive and giving themselves a chance is all that we can ask for at this point. I'm not on the whole tank for a pick because it doesn't work that way in right. baseball. But um, before we get into anything else, let's take a quick commercial break so we can get a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be right back. No! Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Oh yeah, thank you Manscaped for turning my loud shrieks here into multiple peaks here. Cream of the crop. Man, start taking notes because Manscaped accidents are finally a thing of the past. Oh yeah. Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce painful nicks and tugs. Yeah, those nicks and tugs are gone. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology. Oh yeah. Technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. Yeah, nice and smooth. That's right. 
and Manscaped Engineering team obsess over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months, yeah, 18 months perfecting that great ball hair trimmer ever created. The just released new and improved lawnmower 3.0, yeah, the cream of the crop, yeah, too sweet to be sour. Yeah. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last you 90 minutes so you can take longer shave. And that water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower too. Oh yeah, in the shower after that, after that long match. Oh uh-huh, yeah. One of the coolest features is an LED light that illuminates grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. So many people have written in stories about the Lawnmower 3.0 and have sent your man here, yeah. Sent them pictures so I could see the smoothness for myself. And I'll tell you something, man, that ain't kidding, they ain't kidding. It's a cream of the crop, yeah, oh God, oh yeah. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off when you use armchair at manscaped.com. Oh, yeah. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. There's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers and check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. And we are back. Uh, Yeah, so uh, Angel's... Four in a row playing today. Uh, as we're recording, they're about to start in about half an hour. Right. We're recording on Sunday. We're the lead up to the game. Right. <laughs> uh, they play the Astros for the fourth game uh, in three days. They've already taken three out of, you know, hopefully. So I don't even care what happens to this game. I know, <laughs> exactly. No trout, no trout in the lineup today, but yeah. hey, give them that day off. It's going to be hot out there again today. Right. So, yeah. Um, There's no point. Again, tomorrow being an off right. day, give them the next, give them two days off, and who knows, maybe you could pitch it at the end of the game right. and make things interesting. interesting. One, but, one thing before we, before yeah. we get. Hey, uh, Quick shout out to Anthony Bamboom for starting both games of the doubleheader no, uh, yesterday, he, right? No, no? Um, he he finished the second game, but he's but um, oh, that's right, Brisenio Brisenio got the start, start, and then got pitch hit for like in the my bad. fifth or sixth, but and then yeah. My shout outs to the catchers in general because they wear all that freaking equipment. 
standing, squatting. I mean, they're, they, they've got the toughest job and in a hundred and something degree well, heat. Well, I mean, at least they can go into the dugout when they're on offense to take that shit off. Oh. The umpires are out there for the whole thing. Okay, shout game. out to the well, shout out to the home plate umpire then. Because he's wearing that same amount of gear. Oh. He might not be squatting as much, but... It's brutal, though. And he's older. He's And he's older. Shoot, man. I, just, I No thank Brutal. You. No Brutal. Thing. Just wanted to shout out the guys that wear the tools of ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> this, the uh, quick roster move today, we got Matt Stassi back. Jose Bersanio, um sent Long down Beach. the option. But, um, you know, so, again, Angels getting a little bit healthier. Got Stassi back. You got to hope that Fletcher is on his way back, hopefully with the next week. No official word on when they expect Fletcher back, but again, it'd be nice to see him out there. But uh, yeah, it's just great to to win, you know, four in a row, and, and then obviously take this series no matter what happens today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, J three pointer on Instagram live. Angel stances push for the eighth spot or wait till next season. I mean, obviously, like we said, the uh, dumb and dumber quote. We you're telling me there's a chance, so there's still an outside chance. You mentioned it. We're not that far off that wild card spot, but it's it's just gonna be a lot of things have to happen. A lot of things right. have to go well. Yeah, I think that's so, a thing too. Like you, thing. you you look at the teams that are in front of you; they're gonna have to slide a little bit. You're gonna right. have to kind of go on a winning streak. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think like the Angels. Uh, you hear this a lot of times in and uh, especially football and and basketball where that team holds its own destiny like you went out and you're going to go no matter what like the angels still need help with them other guy, with other teams so um you know just kind of scoreboard watch it's kind of funny now that we're you know 30 something games in the season and already you're scoreboard watching to see how the other teams do but yeah there's a chance but you know i don't again it's a long long chance but it, it, it'll be fun if they get more games like these i'm all for it you know these games are a lot of fun to watch so we'll, we'll see what happens yeah, what what do we got here? We got again Ron Halo, uh, Halo underscore Haven on our Instagram uh, live. Um, so we got a question here: How can the Angels pitching stay consistent? If I knew that, I would ball it up and sell it and be a millionaire. I have no idea how you. Yeah, it, that's that's a that's a tough question because you can't. A lot of people really hold stock in what the coaches are doing. Right. And to me, at this level, coaches are there just to tweak things and not because you at that level, you're already who you are. So I don't think there's a question on our Instagram live feed. Actually, some guys say, what do you guys think about Mickey Calloway? I, I don't think either bad or I think really a philosophy. They bring a different philosophy, but not one thing's going to change the, 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 the pitching rotation or the pitching staff. And you're not one coach. Not, not, there's not one thing you can say. There's not a philosophy. Everyone grabs things differently. Just because you believe in a philosophy doesn't mean this guy believes in a philosophy. Right. Stuff like that. But to me, I think the main thing is the Angels need to get a front-line starter. I mean, that's – I mean, we, I mean part of it, part of it you is know, probably going to be, hey, quit changing their coaches every – you know, two years. Yeah, and then, yeah, Sosha, Osmus, and now Madden. Right. So there's I, no philosophy there, there, there at all. There needs to there's be a consistent yeah. voice, you know. And Grant, like you said, they're not going to change the world overnight, the coaches, but at least if you have a consistent voice, that can only lead to consistent play. So, um, yeah, you know, I think some of it is just on the actual player itself and just, like we mentioned, Heaney's young, uh, uh, Griffin Canning, Suarez, Berea, Sandoval, um, even even Bundy to a point is younger than a lot of people thought. Like he's yeah. not even thirty yet. So yeah. a lot of it's age. A lot of it is just growing, and, and you might not have the great 
five-year stretch of pitching, but you can have like a two, three-year stretch of really good pitching, and that's fine. And like, I, I think sometimes people expect every guy to be out there, you know, being Cy Young and stuff like that. But you know, and, and I think I think realistically, when you look at our rotation too, I mean, there's no, I mean, Canning's great, you know, um, Heaney's great. I love him and everything, but don't expect. Greg Maddox type things from these guys right. either. They they are who they are, and they need to be better. I get it. There's no real answer for that. Like, what's gonna what's gonna fix this? Because if we did, like you said, let's bottle up and sell that and be millionaires. Yeah, right now. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's just gonna be really interesting to see um, the progression of not only this year, but again, Canning going into the next year, Otani going into the next year, Sandoval going into the next year. Like all these guys at one point or another have shown stuff that they can be a major league pitcher now granted maybe not a one maybe not a two maybe a four or five but they have shown at times that they can be a major league pitcher now it's just have to go on that trip and mature and develop and and see how that goes and i I love what you said there maybe not a one or two but a three and four but you got to be a three four before you become a one and number two because sometimes guys find it yeah but you've got to develop into that yeah you've got to develop into that steady three four guy before you can be a one two so yeah exactly and they're young canning's young you know heaney little little longer in the tooth but still very still young yes let's i mean there's no real good answer for that one sorry (laughs) right so again we're on instagram live i don't know can you see from yeah um and drizzle said we have uh okay here we go uh, we have a bunch of uh, number three starters. No, yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. kind of the same thing we're talking yeah, about. That's it's exactly like, what we're saying. Uh, Haney, Bundy are great. I think those guys are like top end three starters, probably middle of the road two starters. But yeah, we have a bunch of three. So in essence, you miss really are missing that top guy. Now, does one of these guys kind of mature? Like you mentioned, you have to be a two or three before you can be a one. Yeah. So do these guys turn a corner this year, next year to become that one, and now you're good, or do you go out and get one? But then you go out and get one. How long is that person going to be number one? Because there's a good chance if you go get it through a free agency, he's going to be around 30, maybe 30 plus. So maybe you're getting one year of a number one and then he's back to being a number three and you're paying him a a bunch of money. So, um, yeah, pitching is so hard to to judge. You almost kind of got to get lucky sometimes. Uh, I just think this is from DJ Ortiz, I think it is. I just think that Heaney and Kane are finally um, in a groove. But the season was too short to have that kind of warm up line. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I agree. That's, that's, a, that's that. a lot of it too. Is just the lack of spring training, the lack of innings to throw against competitive teams. Like in spring training, it's just it was a very interesting uh, season to start, stop, start up again, and then bam, right into the season. It was very uh, not helping. Yeah, uh, DJ Ortiz again. Do you think Julio will pan out as a pitcher for us? He hasn't been eating innings like most people thought. Dude, he is one of those guys where I don't know how they make – he's on a one-year deal. I don't have no idea how they make a judgment on him at the end of the year. That's because so Because so he, did, he came so late into camp because of the because yeah. of COVID that I still don't know if he necessarily stretched out enough to eat innings. Like you, you saw on the Wednesday game against San Diego, he went five innings and he felt like he could have gone more. You know, the first three or so outings by him where he only went like a two innings or three innings, that's – Strictly because he hadn't been stretched out yet, because again he's so he came in so late to camp because of COVID, that I just I don't know how you judge him. Like I don't know if you give him another one year contract just to see how he does through a full season, fully stretched out, full off season, full everything. It, he's one of the guys where I'm really interested to see how, how it works out in the off season because 
out of everyone here that had a rough start to the season, I think his is is you can see exactly why. It's because he got in so late at camp because of, uh, I can't remember if he had COVID or hit someone around. I don't think him it did. really ever came out, but yeah, there was a COVID situation. Let's right. put it that way. Um, and with him too, I think he'll be available because I don't think he's done anything to impress right. any other team. So, so you might want to try to give him another one year right. deal and let him be that fifth guy or fourth guy to eat innings because coming into this year, you're right, that was kind of going to be his thing, but. When you're first outing and you're on like a 50 or 60 pitch limit, you're not going to eat a lot of innings. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, so that that there's an upside to him, and that's the best part. So like I said, there's no demand for him, so he'll be available if we, we if the Angels do want to try to get him on another one-year deal. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's going to be interesting to see. There's a lot of one-year deals or expiring contracts that are coming up that are going to be really interesting to see. Simmons is one of them. Since he's been back, he's batting like over 400 since the, the injury. Um Looks like he's really trying to go the opposite way and just trying to gap the gap. And that's and, his best bet. Instead of trying anything. to just absolutely drill a ball yeah. like, hey, dude, you're not a, you don't necessarily need to be a all power guy. You have plenty of those. You have Upton. You have Trout. You have, you know, Rendon is not even that to a certain right. to a certain extent. But you have Otani, who's that to me seems like what Otani's trying to do is trying to kill the ball every time, and it's, 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 he's struggling. The front with leg it. bails out yeah. all the time, man. Um, we got any more questions? We have a couple. I'm going to see if I can scroll through here without knocking over the iPad, but who knows. Um, There's one coming in. They should sign Simmons to a one-year deal. I, just I, don't, don't, I don't think he'll he, take that. I don't think he'll take it. And that's the thing, too. There's a lot of stuff going around. It's like, oh, should we re-sign Simmons? Or, oh, should we re-sign this guy? I'm like, well, give me the terms. Because, right. if, yeah, if Simmons would agree to a one-year deal, hell yeah, sign him. Oh, yeah, but uh, you know what? This, this is his last contract, I think. Yeah. This is his last chance at a... At a decent contract where he can say, hey, I want to go somewhere for three, four years. Or, you know, do the Angels want to give him three, four years? You know, to me, that's something that I think probably is is what he would be looking for. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's going to be looking for, yeah, like you mentioned, like an actual deal, not a one-year qualifying offer, not a one-year deal. Like, Simmons needs to kind of cash in now because, you know, I don't know how much longer he has to where he's that top defensive player and just a top player in, in baseball in general so that's gonna make it him probably want a little bit more than just a one-year deal yeah unless you totally pay a shitload of money yeah. for that one-year deal and i don't think that's smart yeah. uh let me see what else i can find uh that's about oh jd ortiz again albert is swinging well this season in my opinion not power but just doubles and rbis and i think that's a very good point is that albert you're right his his, well, like his, he's so weird with the Angels team because for the amount as he's been paid by the Angels, you would expect more. But if you take that away, and we've mentioned it a bunch of times, where if you just take away what he's making and just look at his <coughs> numbers, he's actually had a really good Angel career. Yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned it. He's only a few off of uh, Brian Downing's career mark of home runs as an Angel. Brian Downing held that record before Tim Salmon broke it. So it's like, dang, he's quickly approaching the home run record, too. I mean, he's not going to pass Mike Trout or Tim Salmon, but he can get top just three. to get top three, top four, that's, yeah. that's pretty Easy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one more we'll talk about. And this is kind of the stadium news that kind of, again, came out. And uh, Artie's getting the stadium property a lot cheaper than he originally because uh, of the housing. And there's it's kind of confusing how it worked out, but... Uh, someone asked here, uh, where is the new stadium going to be? Hopefully I, right next door to the old one. I don't – did I they don't, say they're going to build a new one? I, I don't think they are. 
They haven't said one way or the I other. I don't think they, they're building a they new They put one. renderings, and the way their rendering is, the stadium is in the exact same spot, right. so that makes you think they're just going to revamp this yeah. older one. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for a new one. I'm like, I'm, I was glad, in between. I'm glad they're staying. I was in between. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they're staying, but I was hoping for a new one because, you know, Angel Stadium, I, I heard someone talking about it. It's not the worst stadium in baseball by any means, but it's also not the best. It's just in the middle. There's no, there's no Angel Stadium um, was a typical stadium built in the '60s where right. it was it, there was there's a lot of terrace levels where there's no view of the stadium. Right, right, right. Now mostly, except for the older stadiums like Dodger Stadium, Fenway, Wrigley. Um, I think every stadium, no matter where in the stadium you are, there's a visible point of the of the field yeah. of play. Mm-hmm. Angel Stadium has a lot of terraces where you can't see what's happening. So if you go behind right field, you go into those into those terrace levels, you don't see the gameplay. Um, yeah, you have to get. It's in not TV open like that. Yeah, it's not open the way it is like in Petco or, or, or one of the greatest stadiums. Probably the best stadium I've ever been to is uh, T-Mobile Park in Seattle. There is no vi- there's visual to every part of that stadium, no matter where you are in that stadium. It's amazing, and I wanted something like that for Angel Stadium. Don't think they could do it if they renovate Angel Stadium. I was in between just because there's so many memories there for me. I'm one of those old school kind of guys where I have sentimental things to Angel Stadium, but I'm also the guy too that would have not minded seeing a brand new stadium because that's cool too, dude. I think nice, I think we toy. deserve we deserve that. Dip- yeah. You know, all the years that we've we've kind of struggled with this team, I, I we deserve something. Yeah, nice shiny toy to play with. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, to me, the by just going off the renderings, the stadium's going to be exactly where it's at right now, You're just right. revamped. Yeah. So again, they're going to add a park. They're going to add uh, apartments and uh, office buildings and all that stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in the next, you know, four to five years while this all this stuff is going to happen and hopefully break ground at least sometime soon. But yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like it's just going to be in the same spot, revamped, which is, you know, we'll see what they do and how much they can actually do because, I mean, with a new stadium, at least you can build a new stadium as they're using the old stadium to play in kind of like what Texas did with yeah. with, with their – New York, the Mets City yeah. Field, Yankees did So the there's thing. only so – because of just a time frame. There's only so much you can do, tear down this, replace that, build it back up again before the next season starts. So – um, when you when you re- revamp a stadium, there's, you're, you're fairly limited to what you do. So it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. But again, this is just just guessing because they can still do that. I right. mean, they yeah, could they technically build because there's nothing around the parking lot. You're just going to be less parking, so they can build while we play in the new stadium. Well, I mean, they can even to keep what I hope. And this is just me hoping. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope they keep the the area around the Big A parking like it is, so where you can tailgate and all that stuff. And then if you need to kind of consolidate parking build a parking structure maybe absolutely um on the opposite side or, or uh on the side of the metro where the metro is or right. something over there where you can still get cars in fairly easily but you still have that area where it makes it easy to tailgate and people to hang out and stuff like that and if you want to right. designate it like that the, the tailgate area which it kind of already is I, I i'm all for it but yeah it'll be interesting to see how that all works out because still still ways away though still oh yeah definitely away. definitely still ways away but anyway yeah, that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, thank you guys on Instagram Live. Again, if you guys are listening to us on the podcast side of things, on the download, Halo underscore Haven on both Instagram and Twitter on our social medias. Uh, you guys want to email the show, you can always email us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, or concerns on that. Also, guys, check out our, our latest, one of our latest uh, stories and posts. We're having a hat giveaway from A-Style Clothing. Uh, A-Style Clothing, if you guys don't already know, a sponsor of us. 
Halo Haven and the All Angels podcast. We had a giveaway for Apple users uh, last what last month or so. Yeah, it was like a month or so. Yeah, so. Um, two cool hats this time. The new Mike Trout goat hat is available. Yeah. Uh, check out the post, or uh, we'll be posting more uh, about it. All you gotta do is tag um, tag a friend, follow Halo Haven, and, and at A Style Clothing. Clothing, and you will be entered to win uh, one of the one of the hats uh, you see there in one of our posts. So again, and guys, if you guys just want to check out A Style Clothing at A Style Clothing on Instagram, click the link. Uh, actually, you can click the link in our bio as well. It'll take you to the Halo Haven collection, um, and you can you can check out all the angel hats that they have they're not just angel angel hats they have all the teams all the players mostly all the players and uh cool cool uh cool gift idea for you know a baseball fan in your life so exactly check them out um you got anything else Dan? yeah so quick update on our strikeout count for the angels this year for again uh we're donating a dollar for every strikeout going to the tyler skaggs foundation um and they're being more active on Instagram now. Uh, so definitely check them out at Tyler, at Tyler Skag Foundation on Instagram. But we are at 337 strikeouts. Again, about three weeks left in the season. Uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll get that 400 mark. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be really nice. It'll be a really nice number. Uh, like again, Haney had, had six Ks on Thursday. You had Bundy with, what, eight Ks on Friday. So they're definitely putting in uh, their their work, their uh, side of it. So it's really fun to, to see this number grow. And yeah. again, giving it to a great cause at the end of the year. Absolutely. So with that being said, we'll be back on Wednesday to recap the, what's going on. Obviously, a day off on Monday, but we'll recap today's Today game and Tuesday's, Tuesday's game. game. And uh, we'll be on here Wednesday, hopefully, with the Curator, Curator's Corner, Curator's Chronicles, and all that good stuff. So uh, with that get, being said. Get your emails in now. Yeah, allangelspodcast at gmail.com for the Curator. I am Johnny Maggs. I'm Dan Garcia. And you listen to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. 
Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and JJ discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.